the future of photography. Hello and welcome everyone. Um, this is Chris Markward. We're back with another episode of The Future of Photography. And we, that is myself, and I have Imar with me again. Hi, Imar. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, it's, it's, it's a heat wave here in Germany when we record this, so it is... Uh, I know it's quite warm here as well, but we don't have the sunshine, so enjoy yeah. it while you can. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I'm not complaining for the heat. I'm more complaining for the, I don't know, for, <laughs> for, for the environment <laughs> and everything. You know what? In photography terms, cloudy skies are much nicer. Very blue much sky nicer. Is quite boring, isn't it? <laughs> and carrying around heavy photo gear in 35 degrees Celsius, which is sometime somewhere in the mid 90s, I think, in, in Fahrenheit, is ouch no fun. Which I'll I didn't have to, have to do you. today. <laughs> I'll have to convert you to taking your photos with the phone. <laughs> well, that's that's always with me, yeah. <laughs> and that kind of already brings us to today's topic, and that is yes, uh, to shooting with phones. And by the way, uh, I hope everyone's noticing that we're making constant improvements on the sound. <laughs> last last was 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 yeah more on the phone side. This one is much much better, so we're getting there. hopefully. <laughs> My equipment is a little bit lacking, uh, sadly, uh, but maybe we can work on that. That sounds cool. So, okay, um, the, the phone, the phone and the pocket, and that kind of brings us to our topic of the day because we wanted to talk about, uh, well, shooting with a phone. We already established that you that the, the phone is pretty much your main camera uh -huh. these days. Yeah, and one of the things that we do with phones is we well. On the one hand, we take photos, but then on the other hand, we also want to work on photos. And there's a ton of apps out there. So um, you and I thought we'd take a look at some of those apps and tell, exactly so. tell each other yeah, and, and, and introduce them to each other and um, tell each other what we like about them, why we're using them. Absolutely. So the challenge was that we picked three apps each which would be our top three apps. And um, I've chosen mine. Have you chosen yours? Yeah. Yep. So, I have um, who, who goes first? <laughs> um, so um, why don't you start? Okay. Um, my top app, um, and actually in, I've never really looked too deeply into why I chose these is just it's become habitual for me to kind of use the same ones but um, the first one is Snapseed and Snapseed is actually made by Nick Software and they're the company um, that developed the range of photo filter filters that you can plug into Photoshop the Nick collection if you've ever used those oh, and, I've and used now, them I've used them almost yeah. religiously for a long time yeah yeah I didn't it's I never it's a German company by the way Okay, very good. Well, kudos to them because it's. I think it's pretty much the best thing out there. Um, it's free and you can get it on Android and you can get it on iOS devices. Um, you can take photos with the in-app camera. I don't tend to do that. but um, <clears throat> And the levels of control that it allows you to have it, They're very subtle or you can be very subtle. You can be very unsubtle if you like, but um, it's and they're very um, intuitive controls 
Um, and it allows you to save copies. I tend to save copy upon copy upon copy with tiny little <laughs> changes, <laughs> but um, which is fine if, if you're the type of person who cleans your camera roll. And I, I don't tend to do that either. So um, I just end up with millions of images of the same, pretty much the same thing with subtle, subtle differences. And I, it's very addictive. Snapseed is very addictive. I will say that about it. Um, in in looking up the technical requirements, it only requires OS nine or later, which I a couple of the the newer apps, which I discovered when I was sneakily having a look at the your choices. <laughs> um, one of which didn't run on my iPhone because. Um, it, it just has, it doesn't have a dual camera. So so some of the newer ones are probably, you know, um, not applicable for people with an older iPhone, perhaps. Snapseed works on everything. Yeah, so, that's true. I've, I've, and I've used it yeah. on pretty much every phone for years. Yeah. I've had it on on my phone all um, the time. It's very, it's very simple to use. And actually, I've showed children how to use it. And they use it very creatively, actually. Um, because they don't, you know, they're not so much thinking about the technical details. They love the kind of, you know, the wackier effects or <laughs> pushing the effects to their limits and, the, and the, you know, the results that you get from that. So you can do some kind of graphic looking stuff with it as well. So I'm, it's, I'm interested in, in what of the parts you use most, because when I use Snapseed, I go into the kind of the basics like tuning the image mm. going for the, mm. the the brightness contrast saturation all these kind of things but then yeah looking at all, all those tools i mean you can also do some some perspective correction and you can uh get there's some there's a healing brush in there but then you also have yeah. these wacky sounding things like glamour glow and grainy yeah, film and I, retro I, I, lugs I, yeah. and grunge and so on so I, well um, grunge i love the grunge <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of the grunge. Uh, you can kind of control the textures and Snapseed in a nice way. Now, I have to say, I wish they'd, um, I wish they'd actually come out with some new textures because um, this is going to bring me on to, to app number two for me. Um, I tend to kind of go between um, both of these. Um, I use them kind of hand in hand. The second one is Mixtures. If anyone's ever heard of that, it's let's 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 take turns. Popular. Let's take turns. Okay. Okay. And and uh, so, I, I kind of want to stick a bit with Snapseed because, yeah. um, I mean, if if you look at the Photos app at at uh, Apple's Photos app on the iPhone, and mm -hmm. uh, there must be an equivalent on on uh, Android as well. There's mm -hmm. th there's like the basic tools are in there, so the contrast mm. and the, the the brightness and so on. Um, that is available in the in the default tools that you have on your phone, but. Um, mm. I find a few things in uh, Snapseed that I tend to go back to be just because I've been using because, those yeah. professionally. And yeah. that is like the Curves tool, for example, which okay, yeah, is yeah. more from the professional realm. Um, yeah. um, but another thing, like a healing brush, you won't find this, at least now you won't find this in the current uh, operating system in the, in the default version, uh, Apple Photos. So... It really gives you uh, interesting stuff, including stuff like adding frames to pictures. Um, the one yeah. that I just noticed that I haven't really used before is called Head Pose. Is that something where you can change where people look in the photo? Have you oh, used that? that? 
I tried it just to see what it did, and it is a bit. It's a bit like it reminded me of um, what's that tool in Photoshop that like puppet warp or something? Oh, you know? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just it it's it's a little freaky. Let, um, let, let I me try this. Use... I'm I'm just you. Oh, <laughs> that it's okay. I'm just trying it on a portrait here. That's, that that makes that makes for very good podcast material. Trying things without <laughs> people being able to see, but it, this is. Oh yeah, this is kind of freaky. Oh, this is okay. Let, let me cancel out of that. That yeah, will give me nightmares. Is, <laughs> some, yeah, it's not something that you. They're probably trying to keep everybody happy, but um, I tend to use um, the detail. You know, the structure and not so much sharpening, but there's a setting called structure in details. I tend to use that a little bit. I have to say, structure. And, uh, oh yeah, it oh yeah. It, it brings down. It brings out like yeah detail here 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 on that portrait yeah. brings out all the freckles and everything sharpen it, it takes it brings up some stuff that's in the distance for me a lot i think if if you can in landscapes not overdo it yeah 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 definitely and ambience actually as well if you sort of play around with the ambience and the brightness and the and the contrast you can get some sort of nice effects so i do that a bit um cool. i do love the grunge and i like the vintage um the tones, the, vin the, the vintage um, settings in Snapseed are lovely. And you can control them as well. Then you can just, you can have a tiny amount, you know. It, so just, I, that's just, what I Just like to give that it. photo that little bit extra, right? Just a little, yeah. Some things, you know, some things need more than others. I, I don't know, I just go with, I go with the flow of the day or whatever. <laughs> it's, you know. I, I find this interesting because I've, I've seen um, Sigma Sigma has just announced a new full-frame DSLR, not full-frame mirrorless camera, mm. and like all the nerds are going awesome, including <laughs> myself, because that is a very that's the smallest full-frame camera. And uh, okay. and when I watched that announcement, they also, of course, announced new lenses because Sigma makes lenses first and foremost. And I've mm. seen their lens announcement, and they, they make these lenses that are like for for cinema cameras, and they are very, very advanced and really good wow. quality. But then they also have a new series out that it, let me, they they said they they take uh, they 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 use. Um, they make them so they produce images that look like from 50 years ago. So they, they have <laughs> lenses where they do not apply coating on the glass, which turns, wow. which, which uh, takes reflections out. So you get a lot of lens flare and a lot of, uh, as I would call it, dirt in the photo, visual, visual yeah. dirt in the photo. But that's what these filters uh, kind of do as well so you won't have to buy expensive vintage style lenses um, you can do some of those things at least on your smartphone absolutely yeah I mean what in my mind there's no <laughs> there's no competition <laughs> you know it's um, it, it's strange isn't it it's like it's like the hipstomatic thing as well it, that kind of you know you can take the most pristine image now with your phone but you can also have some lovely tools to destroy it and make it look <laughs> like, you know, even those tintype. Um, there's a lovely tintype app as well. Oh, it's I, sprung, I, sprung to mind. I, I heard of, I think, of, I don't remember who said it, but some photographer uh, a few years ago, I remember saying, um, 
All pixels are there to be punished. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, sometimes you have to ask yourself, are you improving it by what you're doing to it or are you destroying it or degrading it? But So when you when you look at some of the photos that you, let's say, butchered, because sometimes yeah. you, you can get to that point where, oh, another filter, let's add another one on top and another one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm as guilty as everyone else of having done mm. that. But have you gotten to a point sometimes where you look back at older photos and you went, ah, that was a bit too much. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very heavy handed. Like if I was to scroll back through. Um, well, I keep everything on Flickr. So if I was to go back to my first, all my old Instagram feeds are on, which don't exist anymore, are on Flickr. And if I go back there, but at the same time, there's something about them, you know, they're kind of off the time because I think my the capability of my phone, you know, wasn't as good a few years ago. So I've I've improved, I've, you know, with upgraded phones, I've been able to kind of, Up upgrade the quality of, of what you can get from the phone, you know. Oh, oh, the the, I I saying that you kind of paint virtually painted over the deficiencies of the phone back then. I would have, yeah, definitely a lot more in the past, yeah, yeah. I'm finding that I I don't have to do that quite as much now. Obviously, I still don't have the latest, and you know, I do swoon over <laughs> what's capable with some of the newer phones now, but. You know, you, you work within your limitations. It's fine. I mean, that's But, in the end. That's what. That's when creativity hmm. happens, right? And the the texture is a great a great way to <laughs> cover up the inadequacies of the <laughs> shot. Sometimes, <laughs> so it's brilliant. So apart from that, is there is there anything else that has happened in or has changed over the years in your use of these filters? Is did you did you Did you I did use go to other filters and so on? You know, as an Instagram kind of fan or um, user for a long time, I, I did use Instagram filters a lot, but they really seem to compress what you're doing. Um, in the, I don't quite understand the technicalities of it, Chris, if I'm honest, but um, <laughs> they definitely tend to compress yeah, your picture more. Than um, one that you would do with Snapseed. So if you try to print them out, you can really see the difference mm, if you've used okay. an Instagram filter or I guess it's whatever their algorithms are, whatever. I don't know. Well, I haven't, I haven't used inter Instagram filters ever, pretty much. So Yeah, and there's some nice ones. There are some nice ones. And and then you get you get a whole hashtags dedicated to oh. the individual filters. So That's you've got, something I don't get about Instagram, yeah. the hashtag mania. But then I'm I'm old, so. It, do you know what? It's great in, in that. And I don't mean the, you know, the follow for follow, like me back hashtags, but there are sort of specific dedicated hashtags um, for hipstamatic, for instance, where you'll do amazing stuff like. And then I think that's a good way for sort of like minded or you know, people with similar styles or that like the same stuff to find each other, which is great. So yeah. that's that's what hashtags, I, I think, they're about. Uh, that's what they were originally um, invented mm. for. But mm. uh, just I so find it interesting work. that sometimes you see like one line of text under a photo and then, and uh, then all these 12, yeah. 12 lines of hashtags. 12. 
<laughs> anyway, um, hashtags, yeah. let's move on to another app, one that I chose and that you can't run. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Focos, F-O-C-O-S. And what it is... It did look beautiful. Well, it's it's an interesting app because what it does is... Um, well, first of all, it's a camera, yes. Um, mm -hmm. But it makes use of the depth information that modern phones can get when they take a photo. Like you have a camera, you have a dual camera in your phone. The phone will not just take a picture with one of them. It'll use that stereo information because when it looks at the world from two different points, it can uh, figure out how far away things are from the camera. And that information yeah. is what uh, Focus uses. So you will take a photo and... Um, you can do a few basic things at first. Uh, for example, you can, um, after the fact, change the aperture. So you can change how okay. out of focus the background is, how blurry the background is. And That's that, really clever. That is very clever, the depth of field in there. Mm. Um, and that is all computational, right? This is all the, the, the computer in there, in your phone doing, doing that. Um, that is one thing. And that in itself is interesting because the the smartphones nowadays, when when you when you have an iPhone and and you have a dual camera, then uh, you will know portrait mode, which is mm -hmm. something along those lines. It also creates um, computational depth of field, so it does what bigger cameras can do by themselves optically, throw the background out of focus, and uh, the camera, the built-in portrait mode in your iphone and in many android uh, phones with dual cameras can uh, then sort of simulate that shallow depth of field that bigger cameras kind of uh, that that look that you know from bigger cameras and yeah. uh, fo focus goes further than that because what it can do is you can now apply virtually any effect to your photo based on the depth information so you could for example uh turn down the brightness but only in the background. So you can make the background darker. Oh, I like that. <laughs> or just yeah. if it's a portrait, that person's face is the closest thing to the camera. So if you want more light on that person's face, just select the depth of that uh, that slice that the person's face is in and then just crank that up a little. So you have... Oh, wow, that's fantastic, isn't it? It, it is. It's I mean, so it's, it's still the edges aren't always very good. So you have to correct mm. a few things here and there. But it, this is just a, a glimpse into the, the, the true future of photography. You can swap out the background if you want to. Oh, wow. And that, normally you would really, use green really... screen for that, right? You would have a, mm. a unique color in the background and then swap that yeah. out. Um, but uh, Focus will let you replace the background with something else just based on depth information. It knows where the background is. And again, it's not perfect. It's far from perfect, but mm. it is very interesting to see uh, what what that... It's, it's a glimpse into the future, for sure. So Definitely. And um, I read an article earlier <laughs> when I was a little disgruntled that I couldn't use it um, that said that they're working on a huge update that will allow um, just single cameras uh, to, to use it as well. So I don't know what that... You know, so what, that would work, but what I have um, here um, yeah. is uh, a, is a, is an iPhone XR, which doesn't have a dual camera um, as its main camera, but it has a dual camera looking at yourself, right? So, so okay. the the selfie camera is a dual camera. Mm -hmm. So um, 
I cannot I cannot I cannot even use his full potential, but I can kind of play with that. Why would uh, they put selfie? Why would they put the thing. dual camera on the selfie camera? Because they, they need this for their face ID. So to unlock the phone it oh, has to have a three dimensional okay, picture okay, of you okay, and okay. that's uh oh. at least for that phone okay. that's more important and Mm-mm. and and focus will still try to work on a normal portrait uh but yeah it's not as definitely not as good with that so um the dual camera phones are um, at an advantage here so definitely worth a look it is quite nerdy right so if you if you open that app it takes a bit of exploring and mm. and tapping into different things and playing with it you will take an hour to figure all that stuff out but um yeah definitely worth a look if you if you want to find out more about this whole like where is computational photography going to take us this is one of the most advanced things in that area at this point is that an expensive app to purchase or what's the cost just the usual i'd say maybe a fiver or something oh yeah yeah Uh, let me find out the price because what are we what did I pay? Oh, right now it's free. At this point it's free. Okay. Maybe because because they have, they they have an update. They probably have a pro coming. version or something probably as well. Ah, oh, there might be an in-app purchase mm. or something. I don't even remember. Mm. I have a, I've had this on the phone for almost a year. Oh, that's good and it works. Yeah, you don't mind <laughs> you don't mind to add a couple of bucks on something that you know you're going to, you know. Oh, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm into photography, so I I do get these things i play with them and then mm. some of them i don't use focus i might use once a month and spend okay. some time in there but yeah. it's not it's not an everyday app for me but it's one of yeah, those yeah. one of those blow blow your mind kind of things you think you can do really yeah it sounds excellent i i really would like to try that one out now um i'll move on to my second one then if that's okay of course um and that is uh mixtures which um is very popular i think um it's very popular on instagram actually <laughs> um and the textures on there are, are really fantastic what does it what do it allows, what it allows you to do is stack layers and layers and layers on top of each other um so it does things like um analog light leaks handmade artifacts uh, textures vintage film scans grungy effects but all um, sort of within your control as well in that nice way that Snapseed operates and gives you a lot of control. Um, you can change things like um, the blend mode, um, you know, as in the same blend modes that you would find with your Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, so it allows you to do things like that. And you can just, there's an unlimited amount of layers that you can put on top of each other. Um, it's dangerous. Can, yeah, but... Uh, like that again there there's opacity to the layers so you can you can very much uh make very small tweaks and just sort of um look at different versions and i suppose it's kind of like it's kind of like a light box is it in a way that or making a contact strip as he would have done maybe that you you have like five versions with very subtle differences and you choose the best one that's kind of the way I operate, but I'm probably a little bit obsessional at times. Would it allow you to only apply um, a layer to, to part of the underlying picture? 
no, you've as far as I know, it's it's um it's just layers upon layers, you know, of the actual image size. You can do things like um um you can you can use presets in there as well. It it it's it's not as um obviously it's not as advanced as Photoshop. It's not, it's not Photoshop, but, um, no. <laughs> and it's not Photoshop. But um, you can you can do all the usual um, tweaks as well with your exposure, your contrast, your white balance, um, highlights, shadows, sharpness. Um, they do a thing called um, formulas, with which are like presets that um, are they pick um, different photographers, um, Instagram photographers. I think I recognise a lot of the names from. Instagram and they get them to cook up formulas and you can sort of just you can buy formulas from them or you can there's a lot of free formulas but uh, like that again I very heavy handed and um, not a thing that I would use but I like the fact that with these ones that I like you can make very small changes um, as opposed to just slapping a preset onto something and you know I'm By just looking some at the fluke, it turns out nicely. I I'm don't just know. looking at the App Store page. Um, so mm. um, it comes with 150 textures. <laughs> yeah, a there's, a lot of, there's a lot of textures. Yeah, yeah. If if you like, um, if you like textures, if you like, um, it would be sort of the light leaks are lovely because you can you can have nice effects. Like um, you can definitely enhance times of day and things like that with some of the um, gradients and things that they have. They do have some lovely things. And again, um, opacity on the layers, so you, you can very much be subtle with it if you want. Um, yeah, I, I like that. That's a paid one, but it's like that pretty much. If you pay for it once, it's two twenty nine. then you have it and you don't have to spend any more money on it after that. Is that so, an app that you would use frequently? Yeah, I, I work between Snapseed. I tend to do all my little fixes in Snapseed and then um, I, I'm more and more turning to mixtures for the textures purely because I'm just getting a little bit tired of the same textures in, in Snapseed. You're slightly limited with your choice of textures in there, but um, mixtures definitely, there's more of a subtlety to the the effects of texture that you can get in there. But but they're very similar in the way, like they're very like the Nick collection stuff again. Um, I'm just looking at this. Which you're fun uh, to work with, I have to say. I'm looking at the at the website. Um, I have, I've not downloaded it, but that's the next one on my list just to play with it. Yeah, it's nice. It's Looks nice like a lot to of play fun. with, definitely. It is, it is, it is. And there's loads in there, so keep you very happy for a long time. There's also different... Um, film stocks in there as well so you can you can um use some of those more sort of they're playing into the whole retro thing again which is it's nice i like it so if you hate it i suppose <laughs> you're not gonna like any of these but i i like the vintage look i have to say yeah so the the next one that i chose is one that i use relatively frequently and it's it's more on it's more utility i would say mm -hmm. and it's called diptych and yes it does what it says on the tin it it 
um, makes it, it combines photos into different grids and different amounts of photos. So you can have like two pictures side by side. That's a diptych or a triptych. Mm -hmm. If you have three side by side, or you can have a, a nine uh, photos tiled in a three by three tile grid, or you can. Um, so I suppose a collage. App. All sorts of yeah, collage kind of yeah. thing. Um, you can have like a, a different colors and uh, width of borders between the photos. And whenever I have have to show like three pictures together or two pictures together where it makes sense, um, I always fall back on diptych because it, yeah, it makes it does that really quickly, easily. And uh, I've had this for at least five years, and uh, even even have it here on the Mac. There's a Mac version of it. Uh, I think oh, it's I also think. available on Android, so um, mm -hmm. we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, just a little utility that gets uh, used probably two, three times a week. I had a look at that one, and it's actually lovely. I really, um, I had a different one. I can't even remember the name of it. I don't use it anymore, but um, that was for exactly the same purpose. If you needed to show four pictures, that just one. really quick and easy and but um, Diptych is, is really good. There was one by um, uh, one called Layout, which does something similar. Mm -hmm. But I didn't find it as intuitive. It's more modern looking, but I didn't find it as intuitive to work with. And I, um, I had it crash a few times on me when I mm. threw too many photos into it. So Diptych was rock solid and yeah, it's never let me down. So. Definitely yeah, I noticed that you can have um, little animations in the collages as well, which is I haven't seen. I thought that was different. Um, should you want to animate your collages? I suppose for stories on, you know, social media. Yeah, but that's, that's, not, that's not what I use useful. that for, yeah. Mm. So the, the last but not least on your list, uh, you brought us a, a true classic. This is a true classic, um, uh, Hipstamatic, um, which was, yeah, which was um, the very first app of the year for the iPhone in 2010. Which yeah, that, this was, is um, how, long it, remember, how long ago that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it's, it's around. But apparently, um, because I'd never really looked into um, the background of, of any of these apps, really, but um, Hipstamatic was absolutely flying it until Instagram came along. Yes. Oh, I, <laughs> I, re I remember uh, Instagram yeah. pretty much killing Hipstamatic back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, I didn't get. Well, I, I, I see a big link between the two. I think people who use Hipstamatic, and maybe this is, um, maybe this just happened uh, as Hipstamatic died off. Maybe just people started to share what they were doing in that app on, I mean, on Instagram Hips, more. Hipstamatic was pretty much the, is pretty much the grandfather of apps that add filters to photos. Yeah. I think that was really yeah. the first at least big yeah. one that uh, people used to yeah, throw throw mm -hmm. something on their photos to make them look different. There's a there's a really fun um option in in that if you you know you can shake to shuffle the you just shake your phone and it shuffles the lens and the film. That's great fun to do. <laughs> and just, you know, just snap anything. Just see what see comes what out in you. 10 different lenses and 10 different. I found that a great way to learn when I got uh, it first. 
I haven't used um, Hipsomatic in almost forever. So um, th that must yeah, have changed. The so whole, the whole app it. must have changed over the years. Yeah, um, I think that's in it since the beginning. Shake, you just shake your phone to, to shake the, shuffle the, for, the formula, say, of what lens and what film that you had. But um, that was one of the things I liked about it at the very beginning because, um, you know, when you, when you purchase it, it's, it's three forty nine now, which I'm sure I didn't pay for it when I got it first. I have it a long time. Um, but you also can build up a small bit of an addiction to buying the hipster packs um, with all the different lenses and, and different films. You might get three films and three lenses and you might maybe pay three or four euro for it. Sometimes they do free ones, but you can build up a, a huge collection of uh, options and choices and combinations and there's loads in it. It's really good fun. Okay, so Hipstamatic might be might be ancient, but it is still alive and kicking and still there. And I'm looking at some of the recent examples here. They have a gallery on their on the webpage. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I should probably go and download it again. I still I, I did pay really for it good. back then, so I think I can just re-download the current version. Yeah. The only thing is I, that I don't like about the new version is that. Um, I almost don't like that you can go in and edit an existing photo now. I thought the whole beauty of it was that you had to take the photo within the app and use what you got, you know, like that was, I liked that about it. Wasn't that, But, the, um, wasn't that the original premise that it would kind of yeah. uh, simulate a, a, a vintage camera, a film-based vintage camera? Yeah, exactly. That and That was my first attraction to it, definitely was why I got it in the first place. But um, that update is, well, I suppose, you know, it just, I do cheat now. I cheat with Hipstamatic and I never cheated. <gasps> no. But now I do. I can't resist sometimes because at this stage I have favorite lenses and, you know, favorite combinations of film and lens. And sometimes I just, I know when I have something that it'll look really good if I just, you know, bring it into Hipstamatic and put it through that process. I know it'll, it'll look nice. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So you're I not cheat. using it as a camera. I think I think that was the, the big premise in the oh, beginning. Oh, I do use this it as a camera. This that is your was, virtual camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was your, and I do still, but I, like, the fact that it allows me to cheat, I have a problem with. <laughs> I as wish long, they didn't do that, you know. As long as but, you can uh, still sleep at night, that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's grand. It's not that bad. I could be doing worse, I suppose. All right. Um, so let me bring up the last one, which has a pretty cryptic name, but um, oh yeah, unpronounceable. Well, Chris. No, it's it's not unpronounceable. <laughs> it's S K R W T, and okay. um, they they I've I watched a video of the guys who make it. They pronounce it screw it, screw it. Okay, screw it. There you go. That's screw that it. easy. <laughs> So um what is it well it's a it's a it's a set of three different apps in one and uh I only pretty much use one of them mm -hmm. and it might even be obsolete in a in a few months from now um because I use it to correct perspective so okay what it allows you to do is um if you've ever worked with a with a view camera uh, or with a tilt shift lens Uh, mm -hmm. You know how easy it is to <clears throat> to use those to <clears throat> excuse me to uh, correct 
perspective like like if you stand in front of a building you tilt the camera back and all the lines mm -hmm. aren't parallel anymore but you want that so so mm. uh in lightroom you can just press a button and it, it fixes that for you the geometry <laughs> in the picture um in i think snapseed has a geometry correction which it does yeah, yeah. um which which i d yeah i don't really like mm. i don't know it's no, just a way to work I, with it yeah i wouldn't tend to i wouldn't tend to use it and uh, in, in screw it, that is a very simple thing to do. Um, now, if you are on the Lightroom mobile train, then Lightroom mobile also does perspective correction now. So if you're used to that from Lightroom, you can use Lightroom mobile for that. But for those who uh, who decided to not go and become uh, a subscribing Creative Cloud member, um, mm -hmm. you won't have much use for Lightroom Mobile. So um, screw it is an alternative to that. And it's fairly intuitive. You have a few sliders. Um, you can tilt tilt the, the whole thing back and left and right, up and down, and crop it and rotate it and get your perfectly straight photos. Even, I mean, just simple stuff. Um, I, I once took a picture of an old broken window that that plants were growing through and it was like an old garden shed or something and i wanted that just that picture very straight on and i didn't get it quite right because i couldn't get to that point and you know how difficult that sometimes if you yeah, is if yeah. you want to get it perfectly straight and uh, mm -hmm. i used to screw it and just like corrected the last <laughs> little bit um, again, an app the, now, now with Lightroom mobile i don't use that as much any, uh, as much but i used to use this Again, probably at least two, three times a month. So, uh, one of those little, little Swiss Army knives for perspective correction. That yeah, it's really interesting how your apps are very much for utility, <laughs> <laughs> and mine are <laughs> the opposite almost. Isn't that strange? Just it, it, how it, how different people use. Yeah, it is. Know, tools. Yeah. It is. Um, um, why is that? Will we will know. we find out in this episode? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. And then that question, the question that I've been sort of racking my brain to think of what, you know, the question that always is asked in the show. What does this mean for the future of photography? <clears throat> I'm thinking. I don't know. Where is this? Where does this go? Well, what do you think where, where this where this goes? I mean, both of us. I'm pretty sure you you did well. You you have probably had a hard time picking those three apps. I think you probably have twenty or thirty of them. Same uh, same here. Uh, it was really hard to pick yeah. out just three of them. Maybe yeah. uh, if if the listeners are interested in more of that, we could do another <laughs> round of that. There's plenty more where those three came from. You um, could do one on just. Um, on the hipstamatic alone with the amount of I mean there there are field guides that you can buy um to use with that to, to teach you how to use it because there's just so much in it. Yeah. <laughs> just to recognise, you know, what different things do together and flashes even all the different flashes that you can have. You it's know crazy. maybe that maybe that could be a feature on this show, like a regular thing mm. on the 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 um the mobile app of the month or something app of the month that'd be quite nice yeah why not now, i do have to say that one thing that i hadn't ever had before i started to research this and i started looking at the apps that you have was like i almost feel some kind of um app poverty or which is terribly trite thing to say but i didn't realize that um 
you could get things that actually my phone isn't capable of doing. Like I, I you know, it's a bit, um, it's a bit snobbish um, <laughs> that, um, you know, it's like app snobbery that um, that focus doesn't work on my phone now. I, uh, They're I'm, correcting I'm, it, obviously, but. I'm, I'm very sorry that I put you in that situation. <laughs> But um, it just, it just, it goes to show again, though, that, I mean, I have to, if I was to pick one from all of them, I'd have to say as just the best all around one would have to be Snapseed. I think for me anyway, because it's free and it's just a once off download, you you know, so. Or then there are apps that don't work anymore. There's one, that's one that I'm, that I really loved i didn't use it too often but it was one of these this is awesome kind of things um mm. it's called it's called insta crt and okay it was more of an art project than an actual like well it was kind of useful still because what it did is you took a photo with it and mm-hmm. then the app would upload that photo to mm. Uh, uh, to a physical machine which contain which consisted of a small CRT screen a black and white mm-hmm. CRT screen and a digital camera and it would display at, at this guy's somewhere in this guy's basement who made this app so <laughs> this machine was running 24/7 and it displayed your photo it took the digital photo of it and it sent that back to you so you get oh, your wow. photo displayed on a on a grainy, liney CRT screen, black and white, um, and then you get it sent back to you in a digital version. That's which is excellent, am- isn't it? Amazing, and I think he ran that whole thing for a couple of years, maybe five years, and then at one point the whole thing broke, and he said it's not worth keeping it alive. So. Oh, just pity. Too bad. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? These things are of their time, like as well. You know, I would have once that I would have used years ago, or I say years ago when when I would have started. I suppose um, smartphones. We are getting to the stage where smartphones are around for years. <laughs> oh yeah, and, uh, it's just. I mean, this whole thing started in two thousand seven with the iPhone, so pretty much. Two thousand seven. So it's it's oh not that old. Yeah, it, it's twelve yeah. years only. That's true, but um, I suppose when you think back to what's changed over those 12 years, I mean, uh, I am very happy with the current setup I have, but obviously you're always looking to um, <laughs> to have better quality or I, I'd love I'd love to be able to produce a better quality image just with the phone. And it'll happen, you know, obviously as time goes on and things become more affordable and it will happen. Uh, so just actually uh, an interesting thing on the, on the hipstomatic, just as um, a guy, um, a, a New York Times journalist, won, um, he, he used hipstomatic to make uh, an award winning photo for a mm-hmm. cover story that they did about the war in Afghanistan in 2010. There so you, go. you can actually produce <laughs> good <laughs> images with the from an app all right so here's what we'll do this was i I don't think we'll really know what this means for the future of photography but um Mm. uh, this was obviously an an experiment um because we have never done an episode like this on the show but um i would like to hear from everyone who's listening um if, if, if that's something that yeah you find interesting or is that something 
that you're not interested yeah in, just just let I'd us know um maybe, maybe you have an app that is kind of your bread and butter app that you use all the time on your smartphone um send send us that information if you go to thefuturephotography.com um you'll find contact information for all of us um if you are on twitter you can tweet at us um on tfop now t-f-o-p-n-o-w that's the account there and uh, yeah let us know we're really interested in where uh, you want to take this and uh, it's your show as much as it's ours so yeah, yeah give us I'd that feedback some, um, i'd absolutely love some recommendations because you do find I, you get habitual about things and you tend to use the same things over and over i'd love to hear people um give us some recommendations on new things to try out all right so i think <laughs> that's probably it for today <laughs> thanks everyone for being here we'll be back in a week from now with another well surprise surprise mixture of hosts um, let's see what we're, <laughs> what we're gonna bring you until then take care everyone bye 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 you've been listening to the future of photography a production by adrian stock and chris marquardt subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. dot